everybody. Welcome to another episode of Gaming Gone Weird. And my name is Nick Tana, and I am not a podcast director. Hopefully, everybody's doing great, man. Welcome to episode number 56. Big 5-6 of the pod, man. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about everything in all gaming news with a little bit of twist of weird games that we find on the internet. Uh, hopefully, everybody's doing good, man. I keep on saying that because I just, I really hope and pray that you guys are just doing great on this beautiful fall day. I can officially say it's fall, right? Uh, 100%. <coughs> it's it's cold. It's fall, man. Ready to go trick-or-treating and eat some chili, man. On the right side of me, I got my main man. He's rocking the Star Wars shirt today. My man, Pete. Pete, how you doing today, baby? I got to say, Star Wars for me has been uh, f- slowly falling down in the ranks of uh, popular culture really? for me. Yeah. It's, uh, it's falling down the ranks. Rewatched some of the Lord of the Rings, and I'm like, this is clearly number one. This is clearly like the best fantasy story, and I don't want to dive in. Everyone goes, well, you've never read these books. It's the best one. I do not care. Uh, and for me, Harry Potter's kind of like on the up a little bit. I love Star Wars is on the down. They're passing. They're passing right now. A good uh, friend of a good friend of mine told me that the Quidditch game is out, or they uh, the closed beta. They're starting to get invites for it. Yeah, so I played. Check, I played. Your, check your emails. You can't say nothing though, huh? Ain't that crazy? You're not allowed to say anything about it. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Ain't sc- that crazy? <laughs> oh, like the suspense is killing me. Yeah, the, uh, the NDA. <laughs> the NDAs are out. Uh, it it like there's a big warning that pops up on the screen. <laughs> it was like if you if you post anything, like we will find you. Uh, oh my god! It doesn't let you live stream it uh, in Discord. Like it just the game will crash. Basically, it'll fail. Oh wow! They don't want yeah. no words about it. That's insane. Well, yeah. The, the real question is, why don't you get your boy a code? Uh, a code was given to me, so you got to hit up Coco because he got the code. <laughs> All the times I've had him on here, <laughs> I can't even get a code. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you gotta hit up. You gotta hit up Coco for the codes. Yeah, wow, I get it, I get it. Now, see, I really know who my real friends are. Mm-hmm. Apparently not. Jerry says I have friends. I apparently I don't. Not today. Yikes, Yikes man. Yikes. Um. So, Pete, man, uh, what's been uh, what's been new with the gaming world for you, man? What's uh, what's been what's been played? Uh, finished and a hundred percented a game. We'll talk about at the end of the show, a little, uh, a little short game, uh, if you will, um, on game pass, a delightful little title, indie title from 2019. Uh, Mm -hmm. but we'll talk about that later, but finish that thousand, uh, thousand scored it today. Actually, um, been playing sea of stars on the switch, which has been, which has been great. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll be looking for the new uh, new game to start uh, start this week. Uh, we've got at least one or two more streams this week, so I'll jump back into Baldur's so, Gate. I was oh, finish that, Cocoon. I, was, I think we talked about that though. We did. I, I so like I'm, I I low key think one of us needs to play the Assassin's Creed Mirage game. Like I, I think it's only right because we did talk about Assassin's Creed for like a good three episodes. Like it's on Game Pass. It's not on Game Pass. You got to pay the fifty bucks, but it's only fifty bucks. It's about a good like fifteen hour game. Like I, I feel like it'd be right if someone just took took the hit on the fifty dollars in the bank account and started playing it. Like if you need a game, I'm stuck, bro, because I can't like see. I have a lot on my plate. Like mm-hmm. my video games, when it comes to my plate, it's starting to look like Thanksgiving because like right now I'm about like, dry. I'm about eight hours in on Liza P. Dry. Excuse me. I've seen yeah. your plates, dude. I've seen your Thanksgiving picks. That's about a that's about a four hold out of ten, dude. On, that's about a four gonna, out of ten. We're not going to talk about anybody's Let's Thanksgiving plates. We can Let's find it. We can relax. find it. Go ahead and yeah. find it. Go yeah. ahead and find it. If you find it, I'll, you find it. I'll post it. You want to go ahead? You want to do all that work? But guys, I've been playing Liza P. Uh, if you guys don't know what Liza P is, it's a uh, basically a Souls uh, Souls like game. Uh, and it has to deal with uh, puppets and stuff like that. So basically, puppets take over the uh, the world or like this little area, and uh, it's just ran amongst puppets with like very few, um, very few humans. But uh, you're a special puppet, uh, and your name is Pinocchio. And uh, yeah, basically, you're going through defeating bosses, eliminating any other puppets you see in your life or like in your way. Uh, but the thing is, with you, when you're a puppet, you puppets can't lie but you can lie as a puppet. So like that helps you get through the area and find to manipulate your way into certain areas. And um, 
Liza P has been one of my favorite games so far. I think it's definitely one of my favorite Souls-like game, and I actually prefer it over Bloodsborne than Bloodsborne. So, is Souls-like like a new kind of descriptor? So, like Soul, Souls-like is um, a game that's not in the Soul, like the Dark Souls series, but uh, acts like one. Okay. This game is pretty much a copy and paste of <clears throat> a like Bloodborne. But it, it it replaces like the plague with puppets and like it still has that like dark eerie area. Uh, everything else seems the same. Like when it comes to shortcuts, unlocking shortcuts is the same. When it comes to the way you heal and you level up, it may be like worded different, but it's basically the same thing. So Souls like has been really popular over the past few years sure. for the for the just the fact that like Elden Ring's been doing really good. People love Blood Sekiro. Sekiro's been doing Sekiro was a really popular game. Really popular. Liza P review in twenty twenty five. Yeah, you'll catch it on episode two hundred and six <laughs> of Gaming Gone Weird. Tune in. Don't forget to say Tune in. Don't forget. They just figured out you would never get around to reviewing it. You know what, man? All right. <laughs> <laughs> what what have you been what have you been playing this week? Liza P. Liza P. I've been Just also Liza playing B? Sea of Stars. No, I've been also been playing Sea of oh, Stars. Okay, okay. With Seas of Star, Sea of Stars has been a, a really fun experience too. I'm about twenty I'm about a day worth of like Sea of Stars and I'm still not done with it yet. Uh but Sea of Stars is like beautiful. Um I yeah. can't tell you where I'm at. I don't want to spoil it for you, but uh I think after like the ten hour mark, it gets a little it gets a little juicy. You may think you're just starring, bro, but mm mm. You get to that 10 hour mark. Oh yeah. You're like, okay, now we're getting into some stuff. We're into some stuff. So, um, yeah, man. Sea of stars, Liza P nothing but games, nothing but games. Um, again, thank you guys all for being here. If you guys want to help support gaming, gone weird in any way, shape or form, you guys can send a K Y N chat at K Y N chat.com. Have your questions right on the air, or it just helps support me and Pete. Keep the lights out, all that good stuff. And also, if you want to support for free, which is always an easy way to support, the best way of doing so, guys, is just stop what you're doing, go hit that like button, comment after the fact if you guys are watching this after the fact, and subscribe if you want to catch this show every week at 8 p.m. Eastern. Pete, what is the question of the day for the <clears throat> adoring folks? Question of the day today, and we're going to stick with the dark theme a little bit. Um, what negative has come out of your life um, for for the love of all things games. Bad habits you might have picked up, you know, had to break, um, lost friendships, uh, lost relationships. Um, you know, did you spend money on stuff you shouldn't have spent money on? Uh, you know, time, any regret on time lost, anything Very like good. that? So I think I've had more, not like more, but I've, I, off the top of my head, I can think of like a lot of negative things that came out of gaming. And it's not like negative to where like, Oh man, I'm never gonna do this again. Yeah. This stinks. But like, there's been times where I spend sixty, let's say sixty five bucks on a game because of a tax or whatever, and then not touch it at all. I I ended up buying Deathloop and didn't even I installed it and I just never got to it. Sixty dollar game that I bought, pre ordered everything and just didn't play it. So like, you could say the money aspect. Um, you could say um, I guess there's times where like I played really really anger angrily games um oh you could say bullying from the chat uh because they say i don't review games um so that's what come out of my uh my game critiquing lifestyle mm. uh just just bullying <laughs> bullying uh spending money on games that i've just never beaten or never even touched which is a, a shame and also i play madden every year so you can only imagine the uh the rush that goes through me yeah yeah it's like a bad habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's not all positive, man. It's it's like, it's it can be an expensive hobby. Um, clearly, if you look at your setup, you can say, "Hey, man, I've spent a lot of money on this." Um, I think there's a lot. I think there is some time lost. Like back when I was playing WoW a lot, like I think there's a lot of time lost there for me um, that I probably regret to to some extent. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't buy a ton of games. I think Game Pass has been like really, really nice, um, you know, alternative to, to buying full titles. But yeah, I think there's just like with anything, I think you, you can definitely abuse it. And I was way more addicted to games when I was younger. I just didn't have discipline, didn't have any responsibilities. So, you know, versus going out, like maybe I should have 
gone to that party or like maybe I should have, you know, gone on that trip, <clears throat> but you know, wanted to play games at home instead. That's you know, who a, knows? That's who a, knows what could have come of it? That's a big thing I always think about too. Like, I'll think of all the times like, oh, I could have went out that day, or I should have like maybe your parents invite you out somewhere instead of like you going out. You're an introvert and you stay inside. Like, I think about that right. all the time because it's like, oh, you'll never get that back. But I mean, sometimes you just don't be feeling like doing nothing. Like, right, I mean, right. I'm a I'm a hermit, man. Like. I, I, I can sit there and talk, but there's just times where I'd rather just go in, go in, watch, play the video or like just play the video game inside. Cool, man. Have a nice little drink, have the lights on and just relax when you work a full time job and everything else Just going in and relaxing, playing some video games. Just it turns the mood a little bit. It's a it's a good feeling. Um, and gaming nowadays is a lot different, too, because I, we we both pretty much agreed, like spending money on games or just spending time on games that you'll never get back. It's different yeah. when you're like, when you're young, you ain't really got no responsibilities. It was like, come get off of school, do your homework. You ain't got nothing going on the whole rest of the day, man. Times was just so simpler. You like bigger you, you, chunks of time. Yeah. yeah. Like now it's like, okay, well I gotta, I gotta do the chores. I gotta go cut the right. grass. And it's like, okay. And I just spent 60 bucks on this game. That's going to take me three weeks to complete because I got all this stuff going on. And back in the day too, I remember back in the day, you uh, we had to rent games, and so we could rent games and stuff too. You can't rent a video game now. Remember Family Video renting a video game? That was on. Dude, GameFly. I didn't do GameFly. I had Family yeah. Video. I had Family Video. <clears throat> GameFly was that online service. It was like Netflix, but for just games. I never used it, but I saw a lot of those commercials. Like, mm. you can like going to Blockbuster and trying to sneak a game into the stack of movies. <laughs> Like yeah, like they're like, what is you know what's Mortal Kombat Five? And I was like, what? That's I didn't see that. That was crazy. You never heard of that movie? Yeah. Or switch the disc, like put the game gaming disc in the movie disc, and be like, oh, they put the wrong one. I might as well use it. And your parents are like, oh, that Pete. Yeah. (laughs) The whole that man Pete. Yeah. He was probably overpowering him because he was probably six foot at the time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know how that got there. Might as well keep it though. Guys, just so you know, this episode is going to be a, uh, I want to say a very, like, the news is just kind of like, we got some news, man. If you guys tell by the title, man, Golem is just not cooking right now. Um, we're also going to be talking about a, the Unity stuff that's been going on. So a lot of topics in here are going to be a little dark, a little whatever. But first, obviously, your boy Nick Tana has to come in hot because he know. He gives you guys the games that are actually releasing this week for you guys to spend your hard-earned money on. Uh, if you guys didn't know, Forza Motorsport came out for the Xbox Series X and S. That came out yesterday. Um, so if you guys like racing games, you guys should pick that up. Uh, Little Gator game <laughs> came out uh, yesterday for the PS5 and Xbox. Uh, Roblox is finally on the PS4 and PS5, if you're into that. Uh, a new football game called Wildcard Football is going to be out for the PS5 and Xbox. And then, last but not least, we have Lords of the Fallen, which is going to be releasing this Friday, and it's going to be for the PS5 and Xbox X and S. Have you heard about uh, Lord of the Fallen? Only what you have told me. So Lord of the Fallen is basically like the Elden Ring clone. So Liza P was more of like the Bloodborne clone. Uh, Lords of the Fallen's like what makes it more. Uh, more Elden Ring? You could just kind of tell the way the environment is and the kind of way the fights are, uh, stuff like that. It has its own little twist where you could go into different dimensions and stuff like that, but you can kind of tell how the dodging is and how the fights. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's definitely a Souls-like game, uh, but you could kind of tell it feels more Elden Ring-like than when it does for another Souls game. Uh, just kind of playing them, you just kind of like have that feel. Like, I mean, it, they they don't straight up just say, like, this is the Elder Ring clone. But you kind of just, like, put in your head, you're like, yeah, this is what they're yeah. trying to do, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, let me know what you guys are trying to pick up. Lords is in PC, too. Thank you. Lords is going to be on PC. I forgot Ill plays all of his games on PC. So, um, yeah, that's probably all I'm picking up is Lords of the Fallen, because I can't trust that Forza game. Can't. can't. Fair enough. I'm probably going to pick up a little Gator game, just to get yeah. me through the day. Yeah, dude. Maybe that should be your next game, bro. Give yourself an easy dude, video game. idea. Games you can beat while working. Yeah, you might as well just play it while you're doing the pod because you don't like really put in your fifty percent. So it's fine. 
So mean. Like, Pete, what do you think about this? Pete reacts, huh? I'm just trying to platform in a little gator game. Yeah, but let's call it even. Look at these thumbnails, man. The this What thumbnail? The brutality of these thumbnails that I'm I'm featured in. Oh yeah. Well I don't know, man. That's, <clears throat> I'm I don't make the thumbnails. I just I just tell them what to put on them. So. Yeah, that's so crazy. <laughs> and, oh, quick news, and quick news guys i want to talk about before we get into our main topics uh if you guys were looking for, forward to x defiant coming out x defiant is getting delayed x defiant was basically the call of duty um competitor uh it was that arena shooter that kind of wanted to put everything in the game that call of duty didn't uh it felt more fast paced it had more like operators and um it was going to be that game that people that really loved call of duty was going to play but it seems like they just need a little bit more time with the game because obviously they were having problems with it. <clears throat> so I don't know. How does this affect you, Pete? You, you mad? You sad? <clears throat> you don't really care? Nope. Doesn't affect me at all. Uh, I think uh, the arcade shooter, I think I'm pretty close to just kind of being done with this. Unfortunately. I'm getting too slow. Dude. Too slow. I, I, <laughs> I'm slowing down, dude. That's why sl- everything's just, that's, slow. That's why I talk about video games. I don't play them because I'm just getting old and withering away like it's just easier for me to like, just explain to you guys what i would do and just not play it let me just review it i, I can't i can't play it though I, right i'll just sit on the couch and just be like i started like, switching games to easy i know how i feel about yeah, it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ain't playing your game on easy mode there ain't no that's way true, that's true that's true i'm not man but i, I, I yeah arcade shooters man i uh, call duties changed so so drastically for me and uh, just the way the community is now and, like, just the online, uh, you know, the bullying that goes on, being the old man in the team. Like, people just don't have patience for it anymore. So, uh, Come on, Pete. You're, like, 5 and five and 20. Ghost Seven. stories you're throwing, bro. Just uninstall, dude. <laughs> but they say way worse things. Report ghost stories. He's clearly throwing. Yeah, like, I was trying with everything in my heart. That's the thing. Is like when you try but do bad, and like he's obviously throwing the game. Like report him for being a piece of garbage. Tim, you're gonna start this week playing video games. By the way, one day I'll start playing video games. You're gonna start it this week. Let me know what the start first tonight. game is that you play. Start tonight. Tonight. I want to know next pod what's the ne- uh, what's the game you're gonna be playing. In other news, guys, the first topic of our day and the main topic of our day is we're going to be talking about the game Golem, uh, Lord of the Rings Golem. Yes, we've talked about this plenty of times on the podcast, but we had to bring it back for several new reasons. Now, this is Pete's Tinder profile picture, but at the same time, they used it for Golem's backstory. Um, If you guys didn't know, uh, Lord of the Rings Golem is happened to be one of the worst games that came out in 2023 due to Metacritic because it's ranking around about a 32, which is very low. 32 out of 100 is not good whatsoever. It's crazy. Um, It got 32. mm Mm-hmm. So the game already had its problems from the get-go. The platforming was really bad. The storyline was very dry. The game mechanics was very broken. And it just, it looked like crap. It looked like crap. For a AAA title, the budget was super low. And I could go on and on about why this game was bad. But it came out with more news in these recent past few days that the apology letter that was written to the fans about the game being so bad you would think like, oh man, I'm a developer. I just care so much that like I put out this really bad title for everybody who just loved the Lord of the Rings fandom and really got excited for this game and spent their hard-earned $60 working in the, the nine-to-fives in the cold hours or maybe just falling asleep and on their fifth cup of coffee at the office and they had to buy this game. you think that the letter would mean something, but no. This letter right here was typed out in chat GBT, ladies and gentlemen, chat GBT. You are a CEO and you are the lead of your team of a million dollar company, like million dollars, bro. And you come out of here and you have a robot type your sorry letters. It says, dear players, we would like to sincerely apologize for the underwhelming experience. Many of you had with the Lord of the Ring Golem. Upon its release, we acknowledge and deeply regret that the game did not meet expectations we set for ourselves or for our dedicated community. Please accept our sincere apologies for any disappointment this may have caused. Our goal as a studio and as a passionate Lord of the Rings fans 
has always been to tell a compelling and immersive story-driven adventure. Crafting a story with Middle-earth as our playing ground has been the greatest honor and the biggest challenge we have faced so far. Um, and they just basically go on and on and on talking what about you, the bugs. What do you the, see about the What do you see about the Lord of the Ring Gollum title at the top? It's supposed to be Lord of the Rings. They Gollum. spelled their own game wrong in the apology. Lord, it's the Lord of the Lord of Ring, the Lord of Ring, <laughs> the Lord of Ring, the, ro- the Lord of Ring Gollum, the Lord of Ring Gollum. <laughs> I wish I had they like spelled their own game. I wish wrong, I was like dude. an NFL broadcaster and I could just circle that word, like circle that little thing. Like now, here's a guy, and I can yeah. just circle it. The Who, Lord uh, of Ring Gollum doesn't know grammar. Oh my God, Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers. Live look at Pete's reaction right here. (laughs) Me trying to read this apology. (laughs) Pete, what is this this doing for you, man? Are you accepting the apology, man? Is he allowed to come back to the cookout? What's the deal? Uh, That's that's about as much care as they put into the game itself. So, um, no, you're you're not invited. You're not coming back. Not only did you – Dude, I don't even want to get into this, to be honest. I no, go I ahead, wanna... bro. Like, every time we talk about Golem, you get, like, super fired up. So I'm going to need you to lock in. What's because up? it's, it's like, it's insulting, right? It's, you took a game, you knowingly released it when it wasn't finished. You charges, you knowingly charges full price. And then you were too lazy to write a one-page apology. It's, I'm like, how, how are you guys in business at this point? Or yeah, are you just bad. so frustrated? You said, forget it. I, I don't even have like the you know I don't even have the the fortitude you know the the inner strength to write just, my own just, apology. Note. I would never buy another game from these guys. Honestly, can't trust them. If can't you, trust if them. You, if you can't even take the time out of your day to write a letter to your fans and the people that actually spent their hard earned money on this game and actually took the time to play it, and and you took one of the it, biggest IPs to sell titles, and you and you just duped everyone. This this game literally insulted anything AAA gaming. It just put a big fat L on all of it. It's bad. And Lord of the Ring, you 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 insulted Lord of the Ring. Right. Imagine. So I'm gonna kind of bring up Harry Potter for this, and um, you guys can take this any way you want with it. But people that don't even play video games like all the time, or may not like have a game console or anything else, if they like a series or a show or like a title that much. And it's like, Hey, we're going to release our first game. Um, which Harry Potter released games like in the past, like for GameCube and PlayStation and stuff like that. But Hogwarts was the game that it was like, that's the Harry Potter game. That is like your experience in the world as a student at Hogwarts, you get to pick your, um, where you get to be for your class. What is sorted, it called? Your house. Your sh- your house. I'm sorry. Your house that you get to be for Hogwarts. Um, you get to explore everything, meet important characters of the game. It's that was the first game to do that for the Harry Potter series, and people went out and bought Xboxes and Playstations to want to play that game, or maybe built a PC. Call me crazy, but there probably are people that really did do that. So when it comes to the Lord of the Rings, I can kind of say the same thing, right? Lord of the Rings Golem, like if you like the Lord of the Rings series that much and you watched all the movies and you really maybe enjoyed them and you were a big fan and you don't, you maybe play one video game a year or maybe two. Like let's all agree that times are busy, times are tough. You might only have time for one video game. Um, and that was your game, Lord of the Rings Golem. Uh, $60, you expect the most out of it and it just didn't meet the expectations at all. Um, it doesn't do anything game-breaking. It doesn't do anything fun. It doesn't do anything, like, out of the ordinary. It's just boring, broken, and just all-out all pathetic. And just, like... It's pathetic I, I, is what it is. Yeah, I just don't like talking about games like that because it's, like, I try to be, like, positive most of the time, but it's, like, you take this title and it's just straight up. It did everything wrong. And here's the thing also with the game in general. So more news has just been kind of just piling on. And that's kind of why this is the main topic of the podcast. Not only did the apology letter get written in chat GBT, but it also has been released by people that worked for the company uh, that Lord of the Rings Golem devs described alleged hostile work environments, basically saying that people were in fear of actually speaking up about the game of it, like 
being bad, of things they need to add, um, things of that nature, just being afraid to speak out because they didn't know if they were going to get fired, if they were going to be out of a job. And that's just like, it's flat out. It's a joke. It is. A, and this is why, like I said in the beginning of the show, like it might get a little dark because that, that it's not, it's bigger than just like, okay, I paid 60 bucks for a game. I can tell you if it's good or not, bro. This is people that like, this is their eight to five or eight, nine to five. This is their overtime. This is like something, this is what they do for a living. And it's like, they were afraid to speak up about a game that was just terrible and downright piss poor. I'll say it piss poor. It's just straight up terrible, man. It's so bad. Um, so I don't know, man. It's, it's tough. It's tough, man. I, it's it's just like crazy that they're still in the news too. Like they, we kind of got away from it. Time time went on, and now it's coming back. And like, and now nothing. It's like a double win. They, if they apologize again, then you know you're like, oh, well, like who wrote that? You know, was it AI or was it you? Like their their reputation is. <clears throat> I mean, they're a really long time away from fixing it, if at all. To be honest, I just. You already made a bad game. You have to hide. You have to hide. You can't just keep on putting out. You can't keep on putting yourself in the news, bro. It's like, I forgot. There's, there's, there's a tactic that people use to do this. Like it's like, you're so bad or the game is so bad that you straight up just like, nobody cares about it. So you just have to do something very crazy to get talked about. Like you have like all this news is dropping and it's like, how are you even still in business whatsoever? We don't know. Cause they, did they stop development pretty much right after release? Like, did they just pull the plug? I can't remember if they, they were continuing to work on it for what? For the game. For Golem. Yeah. It got finished. Didn't it? I mean, like, follow-up support basically like yeah are they still oh. working on making it better or is it i mean what could they fix i don't, I could see if they had any bug fixes or anything but in order to fix that you would have to release a whole new game it's still on it's still on steam for 50 bucks it's still on steam for 50 bucks yeah i would i would just why would drop the, the first thing you should have done is drop the price and say hey guys we're making this five dollars because i think that's what it what it's worth um s- sorry I, <laughs> if the game, if the game was if the game was free i'd actually play it if they made it free right now i'd play it remember we're supposed to race we're supposed to race to beat it <laughs> uh, i don't know if we should do that anymore like, if it drops to five bucks i'll gift it to you and we can uh if it drops to five bucks i'll do a race we'll do it for charity or something we'll race for uh, charity We'll, we'll race, a race for charity. A golem race for charity. Yes. And then whoever yes. I say, whoever taps out first, like, yeah, uh, you okay. know, we'll do some, do okay. a punishment. That'd be fun. We'll do it here. All right. All right. I'm down. We'll do it, we'll do it here. I'm, I'm down. down. All right. Clip it. Clip it y'all for later. Um, Getting into our next topic because I'm tired of talking about golem. I want to talk about a souls like game. And uh, Peter, what if I, what, what has stopped you from like playing a souls like game or a souls born game or just like any dark souls or Elden ring? Cause uh, a gamer like you has not touched that game ever in your life. I just uh, want to know what the problem is. The combat is annoying to me. Combat's annoying, right? I don't like the uh, two hits and then roll around and then two hits and then roll around and then you get hit twice and you, and, and I, so, I don't like that. I don't like it. So, like, what if I told you that there's a Soulsborne game that lets you activate an accessibility thing to where you could one-shot everything in the game to make you go through the game a lot faster? How would yeah, that make you feel? Better? Closer? So, warmer? There's a game called Another Crab's Treasure, and this game releases in <laughs> 2024. And this is my it, kind of title right here. Yeah, this, this so is this up. is a Souls-like game. And it's basically about a crab. And the whole gist of it is you're just going through the ocean and you're battling things in the water. So you can see the movement. It kind of feels like a Souls-like game. You got to dodge, hit, and everything else. Uh, But the thing with this game is 
not only is it a Souls-like game, and you might be like, oh, man, like I really don't want to have to grind sweat through another game. might be hard. It's just not really my style. But if you did notice the gun that was on the back of his back, you could flip something into the game to where that gun will one-shot literally everything that you walk across. Um, so I couldn't find any footage on it, guys. So don't yell at me. Stop throwing the tomatoes, okay? This game is not out yet, okay? The only thing that is out is the demo. So I will have to play the demo and have to show you guys next week or something. But just know, in fact, that this Souls-like game, it literally one-shots everybody. I watched somebody else play it, and basically this crab just pulls out a gun and just goes, whap, whap. You go face a boss, like a boss that would take, like, 50 hits to kill. No, it's just one shot with the gun with this with this kind of lean you towards maybe playing this game if you could flip on this switch whenever you want yeah to. Um, uh, yeah 100 percent. 100 interesting well because like sea of stars has a setting like that with the runes and stuff so you can yeah but like we're not talking about game we're not talking about <laughs> right. one-shotting something though like we're talking about we're talking about you pulling out a bah, you're like everything. the speed runs with that game are going to be crazy Oh, yeah, just for that weapon whatsoever. Yeah. I think yeah. that's going to make it fun. And there's so many other, like, accessibility options that you can put in the game. There's one that I think it's, like, called God Mode, where you could just basically, like, float up in the air as high as you can. And you could probably just... That's fun, man. Everything. I like that. I like I'm that. I'm telling you, man, another crab... Like, mark it on your guys' list, man. Another crab adventure is going to be a game that I'm going to have my eye on. And also because I like the Souls Light game, and it's cute because this little crab, he's just, like exploring and he he has like little spoons and stuff like that um there is also i saw someone playing the game and i'm pretty sure there's like a uh a beer bottle or a beer can you could use as like your hermit shell and every time you knock someone out you get a little bit of drunk and then you could like go ahead and fight enemies and do it dude this game is so that's cool that's cool if i if i hear any more info about it guys i'll let you know but this game comes out in 2024 and i was like i was geeked to kind of share because i'm like Souls like games are hard, and some people just can't hang. So like, hopefully, it will just kind of like. I can't bring, hang. Yeah, I, hopefully, it brings in like a fun audience, and like like how Pete said, it might bring in like a a fun thing where people just kind of like speed run and just play the game and just make it a fun thing. No, I dig it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, coming in at the uh, the next topic, we're going into topic number three, guys, and me and Pete are gonna go ahead and. Um, Give you guys our feelings about how we feel about Modern Warfare 3. And no, we're not talking about Modern Warfare 3 from 2010. Unfortunately, we're talking about the new Modern Warfare 3 that is coming out in 2023. Um, we ha- we went ahead and we've been, we've been kind of... Yeah, because uh, I was doing research. You could ask Pete. I was doing research like maybe like 15 minutes before the show starts. And I'm looking up Modern Warfare 3 maps. And what pops up? Modern Warfare 3 maps from 2010. I'm like, what do I got to type in? Why? I typed in Modern Warfare 3 weapons, and the ones from 2010 pop up. I'm like, why? Why would I be talking about this one? I was like, what are we doing? Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, kick it off to Pete real quick, and he can give his his feelings about the games, and I'm going to go ahead and show you guys some clips from the multiplayer trailer and what we saw. Look, I just don't want you Call of Duty fans to get sucked into the same thing and go, hey, it's going to be different this time. Like, how many times do you have to be gaslit into thinking the next Call of Duty is a new Call of Duty? Uh, they're bringing a bunch of old maps back. That's not new content. It's recycled content. Um, from the gameplay clips that I looked, uh, I watched a video about comparing the new one to the uh, to the most recent one. Uh, it looks, it's very hard to tell which one's new except for the new maps. Um, uh, some of the reviews I've seen about it are, are talking about how like, yeah, th- okay. So call of duty has a really, really great gunsmith feature. In my opinion, I think it's got really cool, like ways to custom, like they give you a ton of customization options. It's always been that way. Like we've all, uh, we've all like worked on and earned uh, camouflage, like in, in, in gun skins. Like we've all done that. I think they have a really solid gunsmith feature. Problem is with Call of Duty, after about a month, all of the top people who play it 10 hours a day and all the pros go, this is the best loadout. Um, this, like, If you want to win games, you have to use this. So you start here, and then it just slowly shrinks down to here. So you have 
58 guns, but there's a meta, so really you should only be using like two or three. I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like gun balance is probably pretty difficult, but that's what always happens. And then, you know, two, two months after release, it's going to be said, this is the worst one ever made, and everyone's going to reminisce on Black Ops. And then they're, and then like a week into the game release, they're going to say, uh, the hackers are out, out of control. What are we going to do? And then the cycle continues. And then when the next guy gets announced, it'll be the same thing. It's going to be different. Uh, you know, all new features. We're bringing a bunch of all the old popular stuff back because we can only sell it on nostalgia. And, uh, and then people buy it. And they're like, yeah, this is great. And they go, actually, it's terrible. And then the whole thing starts over. So I, I don't know. I feel, I feel upset on behalf of COD fans because it's just going to be, until it's not, it's going to be the same thing. I just want to say, if you guys have ever thought that I'm number one hater when it comes to gaming going weird, no, it's Pete. He's been living this <laughs> lie this whole life, bro. Pete is the biggest <sighs> hater, bro, when it comes to games. He just preys on the downfall. He is spitting facts, though. I'm not going to lie, though, because he said it completely, and I was going to say it in my argument. It feels like when it comes to these new Call of Duty games, we all get hyped up, man. The trailer dropped. Oh, my God. New maps. Do. Oh, new graphics. The sniping feels great. Everything feels so smooth. The and then movement. you get yeah. you you play like a month and it's like, man, why can't we just have Cold War back? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all were saying how bad Cold War was. And then there's always that one Call of Duty content creator who's all like, I'ma say it. Advanced Warfare was actually <laughs> a good game. And everybody's like, oh, he spit. But as soon as they make Advanced Warfare 2, everybody's like, it's just not that good. It has the same title of a game that's already been released. That's the biggest clue. So, it's the same name. The same, you're the like, wow, 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 so new, dude. I'm like, it's the same. You just said. You had to this, Google it, and you got the wrong content because it's already been made. This is the reason where I think they can't mess up is the fact that they're releasing um, these old maps uh, just for the fact that, like, I think people, like, had a moment when they were, like, 13 with Dorito Fingers and Mountain Dew double XP codes, and that's all they did was play Modern Warfare 2, and... Now they're releasing the Modern Warfare 2 maps in a game called Modern Warfare 3 because that makes a lot of sense. And, um, yeah, people are just absolutely getting excited about it. And um, I just don't really um, – the way I'm at with it is maybe I'm just getting old where I'm just like, we need to stop like with this this meta of bringing back old stuff. No. Okay, so let me let me say it in a way to where like I won't get memed. Because I do think sometimes it is right to, like, take something that's been, like, really old and try to revive it now. But when it comes to Call of Duty, like, I feel like they're just not allowed to do that. And, like, and that may sound like a hating thing to say, but it's, like, you have the money to make these out-of-the-world out maps, these crazy ideas, anything possible. Take and you a could, shot. Take a shot, Take a shot, man. Take a shot, and if it don't work, you come out with another game every year or two anyways. So what if the map doesn't like, okay, this map flopped. Oh, well, it's not like you guys aren't going to play Nuketown 24-7 anyways. Like, that's what you guys do. I'm just like, the old maps are just not my thing. I get, like, you guys, okay, so chat's saying, I'll take old maps over trash maps. No, because like it's it it adds, and you'll pay full price for that. You're gonna rebuy that. You're gonna pay seventy bucks for Call of Duty to copy and paste maps into the game for nostalgia. Nah, like I mean, it it, it comes to me where it's like you gotta adapt and you gotta like try out the new stuff. If it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. You play it. You play the game. You play a new version of the game next year, anyways. Right. I just, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. It just uh, recognizes a selling point, right? So you say, oh, I've got this new game coming out. What does the new game have? All the old content. Okay, well, then don't call it a new game. It should be. Map skipping's sh back, which I think is cool. Should it be a new game or should it be an expansion? Should Overwatch 2 have been a new game or should it just been DLC? I mean, like, 
Overwatch Consum 2 is that's way different. Overwatch 2 isn't doing anything different. They're just finding a way to charge people for content now. That's it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Biggest, I'm just biggest biggest hater right here. Be, the biggest it's hater. your money. It's your money. So if you wanna if you wanna buy the same stuff that's already been released um and have it in like the modern the modern uh you know play arena, that's that's fine. Just right. The, when I when I see all these tweets from big time creators that are like, "It's the game we deserve," like it's 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 coming back, like it's it's new, like get ready, like this is going to be totally different. Like, understand that Activision pays those people to say that. It's advertising. It's part of the marketing budget. So just be aware, like that's that's how they make their money. They need you to buy in to what they're doing. So like just. Keep that in mind. I'm also throw in there too that uh, we haven't played the game either one of us. So like, what we're saying is just strictly based on like what we're seeing with the trailer and everything else. Um, but just my expectations is going based off the old maps. I just really don't care for them. I'd rather play off new maps. But that's just that's just me. Every year, Call of Duty has released new maps. I don't understand why go back now. Um, unless this is just a carbon copy of the old Modern Warfare Three, then it's like. I get it. Put in the Modern Warfare 3 maps. Put in the Modern Warfare 3 guns. We'll call it a day. Then it's like, then I won't take it so seriously. But when I say you got to pay 70 bucks and it's just the old Modern Warfare 2 maps, but you're throwing in the new the new guns and everything else, you're not afraid to try have new guns or try new stuff out. It's just a weird move for me. Uh, but I will say that uh, people are kind of thinking positive about it. I think the Call of Duty next I event. Good. I hope it's good too. Uh, the thing is, is just Xbox spent a lot of money on them, so I really hope for the sake of Xbox and everybody else that the game is good because now it's going to be on Game Pass and everything else. Eventually down the road, maybe not this year, but we could probably think hopefully down the road we get the newer Call of Duties on Game Pass and we could like pick whatever one we want to play. Like if we wanted to go back and play Modern Warfare 2, the 20, 2009 version, we can. Or if we want to go back and play Cold War or if we want to play Advanced Warfare, they'll all be on there. Um, and we won't have to worry about this at all. We can just pick and choose what we want to play. Uh, that's the the hope and expectations the, for it. Master Chief Collection was, did a great job of that. I yeah. thought like you had you can actually go into that and you play it as the as the game was. I thought that was I thought that was great. I thought that was a really cool way to do it. And like, but they didn't pretend it was this new thing. They said this is all the old stuff packaged. Here it is. I was willing to buy that because it came with, I mean, it came with a bunch of stuff, but like, I don't appreciate and And you guys shouldn't appreciate it either. To be honest, like don't, don't accept, like it's the same name. Now it's going to be a new, you know, marketed as a new game. Does it really deserve its, uh, its own title or should this just be DLC? Should they trickle these maps in, you know, say every, every two months they'll say, Hey, um, you know, for, four weeks we'll have we'll have rust available and then that'll go away and then since say for four weeks we'll have this old i wouldn't mind that like if something you like that like, if you gave us a 24 7 they were like hey for this weekend only you could play on um whatever the terminal you could play on terminal for this weekend only and it's like oh yeah i'll play 24 7 terminal just for this weekend and then you don't think like, oh. you don't think it'll be busy it'll be no. crazy busy yeah the, people would be lit for that like if you randomly drop that too like that's actually a really good idea just snuck it in. Just dropped it. Didn't say a word. Just said, oh, turn like someone's gonna load up. It's like terminals available. What? Like what is this? Like that that'd be awesome. Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Sorry, about, I'm uh, sorry, I'm interrupted on that. I apologize, but you're fine. Bro, don't ever apologize. All right. <sighs> <You're fine. laughs> uh but you do you do gotta go ahead and take over the next topic, though. Topic number four. Uh, yeah, so for topic number four, uh, if you guys remember a couple weeks ago, I guess maybe a month ago or so, uh, we talked about Unity, uh, which is a, an engine that games can be built on, and one of their um, move, uh, like revenue generating moves that they decided and announced was that there was going to be a fee for installs for games. So if games if games hit um, new games hit like a certain amount of installs uh, that developer would have to start paying a fee for every install after that threshold, which is, I think around 200,000 downloads. Um, yep. So for example, dredge just hit a million downloads. Congratulations. Congratulations, dredge. 
uh, they would have it would be free for them to operate on Unity. I don't I don't know if they operate on Unity or not. Um, it'd be free to operate, um, but after that, two hundred thousand. So for eight hundred thousand uh, downloads, they would have to pay a fee on that. So several thousand dollars back to Unity uh, to do that. And what's happened since that has been announced? The CEO uh, during this time is stepping down. Um, uh, in the wake of the ins- calling an installment fee controversy. So he was also uh, part of the EA team uh, high up in the EA world, Shocker. which makes a lot of sense now that we're talking about microtransactions, not only for the consumer, but now for the developer. And uh, he's, he's leaving the company stepping down. They're not going to say that's exactly the reason why there might be a, a whole list of stuff, but certainly they've lost, um, they've lost some face, lost some potential money uh, because of that. And it sounds like they're also going to be running back some of those um, policies. There is going to be a free version of Unity, which probably won't have a lot of features, but there is still going to be some kind of payment uh, or fee on the for like the higher tiered systems, which would I imagine most developers are going to have to operate on if they're even mildly successful. So they're rolling back some of it, but not all of it. I still think the most successful people are going to end up having to pay the most. Um, and then he also, I also found this other article where he was actually quoted uh, by saying that um, people who uh, like calling game developers who don't focus on implementing monetization or microtransactions are some of the biggest effing idiots in the industry. So he actually said this in a, in a live interview with a major publication. Um, so he's saying if you're not charging for the little things, you're dumb which is like exactly the opposite of what I think the best developers do, which is like, here's a complete game and we're not going to nickel and dime you along the way. So kind of a bad guy turns out um, and does not have the best interest of, uh, of the consumer in mind. Um, so happy. I mean, what are your thoughts on this? Um, good thing, bad thing for them. Is it too late to save face is unity and Gollum now in the same category? I think unity and Gollum has to take place in like, the two worst things that happen in gaming in 2023. Um, I just hope that down the road that um, something changes for the platform in general, because I think that these, these small studios that actually use unity and that they use it to make their games and stuff like that for them having to pay that installation fee is just a straight up like loss. And um, it's going to drive people away from using your, your engine to create games off of. Um, I don't know entirely what's going to happen now that the CEO is gone. I don't know if this is like, like you said, I don't know if it's due to the fact of all this backlash that he's getting for the fact that these small indie studios all stuck up and they were like, yo, we think this is wrong. We don't think this is right. We think that we shouldn't be charged for these installations. We think we're getting ripped off for our hard work. A lot of all this, like nickel and diamond for no reason or just out of the blue where they could just throw in this crazy tax system, um, which I'm kind of going to um, throw in here, too. Have you noticed that just every subscription service has been going up lately? Like Netflix is charging more. Um, I think Spotify is charging a little bit more. I've seen that Xbox and PlayStation are going to be going up here soon. It's kind of like we're getting into some tough times, man. Like gaming is already expensive and now they're, they want to charge a lot more for a lot of this stuff. Yeah. I, I think inflation is a part of that. I mean, I think it's natural for people to like want to raise prices every year anyway. Like it, it's, it's becoming rare that stuff stays the same. I just don't uh, get how like Xbox buys call of duty and makes Redfall 60 frames per second on Xbox and think they could just raise the price of shit. It's crazy. <laughs> Well, this is what the this is, but this is why the this is why the F, the you know that that um, governing body stepped in and said this is why monopolies are bad because if Xbox is the only company they could just put out garbage and oh, you, yeah. just, you just have to take it. So I like, but... like look PlayStation, we'll give you an offer right now. Yeah, yeah, it'll be the play box. That's that's all we have. Just the, the play box. That's it, man. But yeah, it stinks. It stinks. I don't. Um, you know, I, sometimes prices do get pushed up because, uh, you know, of like employee benefits. So um, let's say, uh, uh, like, for example, the the actor strike, the writer strike, um, they got a bunch of extra stuff. And, 
you know, which is great for the for the for the employee, but the company rarely just eats that cost. So what happens? It gets pushed onto the consumer. So let's say Xbox has a big, um, you know, movement for all employees to get a bunch of extra stuff. They get paid more, better benefits, more time off. All this that they don't. Xbox doesn't. They go, oh, we're not going to let that cut in our profits. You know, let the consumer recover that for us. Yeah, that um, happened, and that happens. That happened with Netflix completely, dude. Like the actors, yeah. the actor strike, and they were like, "Yeah, we'll pay you more, but we're gonna guess where that money's gonna be coming from." Yeah, right. And you expect the consumer to be like, oh, "Okay, we don't." Yeah, I mean, that's it is what it is, man. So that's that's what happens a lot. Um, I think it's just natural. I mean, but it, you know that it's actually been crazy. Like Xbox has been in that sixty dollar a year range for I feel like the longest time. Yeah. Not Game Pass, but the year subscription if you don't want to do Game Pass. But at this point, they now now they're starting to make it to where you have to have Game Pass if you want live. So it's included all together. It's a bundle now. Yeah. Which makes you that makes you have to bundle your way to get the Game Pass and to get the year. Yeah. So that's coming. I I think the uh, the hard copies are going to become a thing of the past sooner rather than later i think I we'll see it. it i just don't want it to. i think man. we'll see it it'll they'll, they'll, want it to. they'll say like oh this doesn't come with a disc drive anymore it's all digital Whoa. yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah i don't either it, but i, I think it'll go that way right now All right, that's the episode. We'll see you guys. <laughs> uh, no, we have one more topic, and he's not getting out of this one because Pete doesn't play games, and it's time for him to review the only game he's played this year, guys. We are going to get the first look at a game that Pete streamed on his channel that he played that he got a 1,000 gamer score on. It is called a short Hike, go ahead and take it away, Pete. <clears throat> I played and thousand scored uh, a game called A Short Hike, which is a little indie game from 2019. Uh, the gist of the game, you play a bird and uh, you're trying to get to the top of the mountain. Um, it's actually a, a pretty big island, actually. Uh, but you're trying to get the peak of this mountain on this large island. And uh, I won't say why, but there is a little bit of a, a little bit of a story. But you can beat the you can beat this entire title in about an hour. Um, so if you do all the main li- yes, there are quests and side games and mini games and um, little like collection things, uh, little collection quests. But you can you can beat the main title uh, in in about sixty minutes. Things I liked about the game, uh, I liked the graphic style. It's kind of like Sludge Life. Uh, you can adjust, you can actually adjust the amount of pixelation too, which I, I feel like I, I haven't seen that before. Um, so you can make them uh, a lot more detailed or a lot less detailed, depending on what you're doing. Um, there's a lot of stuff, uh, as far as the achievements go, it took me about six hours to get all the achievements. So you can beat the main story, but there's a lot to do, uh, on that side. I think the flying, uh, the physics are, are really simple and really good. Um, the gameplay, uh, is really simple and, and really well done. Uh, similar to Cocoon, you only have really one action, which is jump uh, and sprint. So I guess that would be two actions. But um, it's totally free roam. Wherever you see it, you can go, which is pretty sweet for a, for a small title like this. Um, like I said, the island is is pretty big. But if you really want to just like hop on, chill out, beat a game in an hour or so, um, this would be a game for, for that. Um, it's just like a, It's just like a little cute title is the best way to describe it uh, it doesn't have like a crazy amount of depth but there is there is a story and uh yeah as far as like a game pass game i think it's i think it's a pretty pretty nice little title i wouldn't pay more than probably i think 10 bucks at most uh, and that's i think you should only really pay that if you plan on uh doing the thousand gamer score to get several hours out of it um anything more than that i uh, you know stay away but it's from 2019 so I think it's on Steam for like six or seven bucks. Um, so I, th- I think it's worth that as far as like, I-, I almost feel like the game is worth five and then you- you're tipping the the dev on top of that with the extra yeah. few dollars. I-, I think it's a cool looking game. Like honestly, uh, one of the things that kind of intrigued me was the, uh, the beach stick volleyball I thought mm-hmm. was very, very interesting. Um, never have I saw this in a video game with like the sticks being involved. I thought it was very cool. 
There's little mini games like that all over. There's tons of little side characters. They all have their own little story. Like, imagine each character has like a one. Someone say, okay, you have to write a whole character with three paragraphs. Make sure to use as much detail as possible. That's kind of what it's like. Right. I also kind of got like a little sucked in and invested because I think like when you first talk to this character here, it says you want to buy feathers from me or something like that. Or like, mm-hmm. I was like, so that's kind of interesting that you could buy feathers. Uh, but it also tells you how many feathers you need to climb up this mountain, which I really like, or because it doesn't like straight up lead you to fail, I guess I would say, because some games might just be like, okay, well you could try and climb up and see if you could reach it and figure out how many feathers you need from there. This one just strictly says like seven feathers, you're good to go. Um, and I also thought it was funny that this little bear is like really struggling because obviously it only has five feathers and it right. <laughs> doesn't right. meet the feather cost. Um, but like little cute things like that, I truly did enjoy. It seems like it's not taking the game super seriously, but it's also a very nice, well-polished game for what it is. It's complete. Yeah, it's complete. Little one-hour game. Like, um, And I like how like you said oh it's it's an open world game you can explore anywhere and it still only takes one hour to beat versus like most open world games you you hear the word open world and you're kind of just like how many hours is this gonna be 50 60 65 um and i really like the way like the i don't know man i i just been truly enjoying like games that graphically look like this over like games that i've scene that have like really great graphics like i feel like this just is like a aesthetically pleasing art style sure Um, like the colors are very nice like the pixels are very cool like it's just it's a little different so when you see something like this it's like it just feels nice it feels nice and um i like the way the water looks and stuff too so w game man dude honestly like the most impressive part is the is the map it's a really big map Mm-hmm. Um, and th- one part I did find kind of annoying is you can't control the camera. So whatever, whatever section that you're in, the camera will adjust accordingly mm-hmm. and there's no map. So you can't open a map or look at anything. Um, but it's got all these weird little additions. So, you know, there's like some hidden tunnels that you can stumble upon, but you need a pickaxe, but you don't know where the pickaxe is. There's no map. There's no, all you get is a little compass in the corner. And you, so you, when you, you have to memorize the map as you're playing it, like, oh, I know where right. this is. Like, like there's little tunnels to, to skip stuff. There's a fishing element that you have to collect fish for this, uh, uh, this old guy on a boat. There's like, there's islands off the main island that have little secrets. So there's treasure maps where you have to follow the clues. So it's actually a, a ton of content packed into this really, really short game. Um, like there's uh there's like all these little and there's not one way to 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 accomplish stuff because you can climb and fly to wherever you see mm-hmm. you don't have to take that path or if like you go down this path you're like I'm kind of stuck here you got to go back and like find a different path to to accomplish whatever you're trying to do right. and then maybe you complete like you collect this thing from this one character which unlocks this path now now I have this path as an option um Right. It's, I mean, it's like a ton of stuff packed into to a, a really small title, um, which I think is great. They like there's just like little hidden Easter eggs all over the place um, and random stuff, which has nothing to do with the main story, which is, I think, great. It's like, like you said, I think it feels complete. Nice. So, yeah. Recommend it. Thank you for the review, Pete. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. Guys, thank you for another episode of Gaming Gone Weird. This has been episode number 56. We sadly got to wrap it up for tonight. Uh, if you guys want to check more Gaming Gone Weird, you guys can check us out at Know Your News on YouTube. And you guys can uh, check this show out, Gaming Gone Weird, 8 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday, where we talk about everything gaming news and weird games that we find on the web. Um, make sure you guys like, sub, comment, all that stuff. Pete, tell the people where to find you and what you're, uh, what you're working on. Uh, not ghost stories and ghost stories gaming on all things social. We'll be continuing our let's plays of, uh, and this week I think we're going to continue on Baldur's Gate. We took a little bit of a break to play a short hike and uh cocoon and then just playing uh sea of stars on my own and then just making short form, uh, short form. Appreciate it, man. Thank you guys for watching. My name is Nick Tan. If you guys don't know who I am, I critique video games and, uh, just review video games from triple A's to Indies 
all that type of stuff. So if you like that type of content, make sure you guys check me out at uh, YouTube at you love Nathana. Uh, follow us both on Twitter to keep up with everything gaming that we're doing and what we talk about. We do get into the gaming topics on Twitter, man. We get a little heated, get a little heated on there. So um, definitely want to check us out there. <laughs> and then also, um, if you guys want to watch me play Liza P, I am streaming Liza P on my Twitch. Um, Fun game to watch. Fun game to watch. About four days a week. So if you guys want to check that out, uh, it's twitch.tv slash you love Nick Tana. Other than that, be safe. Tell somebody you love them. I'll catch you guys next week for more gaming going weird. Peace. If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.